it's funny when we launched, we were like, if we get 10,000 people using it, we'll be happy. (laughs) And then all of a sudden it was like, Oh wow. What did we do? Mm -hmm. And you know, we've got bottles of like just whiskey overflowing everywhere in the office and it's, uh, it's taken on a life of its own. So yeah, that's, uh, that's where we're at right now. Horrible situation to be in. It's a little bummer. Every day I, 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 it was a, it was a huge mistake. (laughs) (laughs) it's awesome we're uh it's definitely i kind of pinch myself every day that i get to do this for a living from their bar to yours chad and sarah of the popular youtube channel it's bourbon night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new elemental elixirs golden hour syrup It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 a cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. And they're off for another Get 270-2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at Give270.org. Charitable gaming license ORG 000 Do you ever pour yourself a bourbon, swirl it around, and then start struggling to come up with tasting notes? And perhaps you're also looking for a good Father's Day gift idea. Well, you can now solve both with a kit from Nose Your Bourbon. And unlike other nosing kits on the market, Nose Your Bourbon kits feature real ingredients for the most authentic aromas. You can smell real Tahitian vanilla bean instead of some synthetic aroma that's just made from chemicals. So head on over to noseyourbourbon.com and enter code BP10 for 10% off your order. Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof. And the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or TheBourbonConcierge.com, and you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits, and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. And welcome back to another episode of the Bourbon Pursuit Podcast. My name is Kenny. Today on the show, we have Mikkel Mossberg, who is the co-founder and CEO of Distiller. And we have Ryan here today also. Ryan, how you doing today? Doing good. Doing good, Kenny. Uh, you know, it's fall time, as we talked about in the last episode. I've got to try another awesome release, the Parker's, the malt uh, over the weekend. And mm-hmm. uh, normally, you know, I always make fun of Scotch people saying it tastes like twigs, but uh, I was really impressed with it. I really, it was, it's something different that I'd like to have on the liquor cabinet, you know, next to all the bourbon, but yeah, I was I, really impressed I with totally it. I totally agree. I totally agree. It, it really caught me by surprise because I remember last year, even, oh God, six months ago, whenever it was when they announced the new Parker's, I was thinking to myself like, oh gosh, here we go. This is going to be just 
abysmal, like nobody yeah. want it. It's going to be a shelf turd. It's going to sit up there forever. And there was a, a guy at my office, uh, you know, it was down at the Evan Williams experience. You can go and you can get their, um, you know, your gift shop price tax. And he went and got it since he was there and he brought it back to the office. Mealy opened it up and I was like, all right, well, let's, let's taste it. Let's see what this is all about. And I was like, you know, this isn't actually too bad. Like I was expecting it to be like this, this more like overpowering, like scotch taste to it. And it's, it's mm-hmm. actually something that I think is, it's very unique when you get it into perhaps like a, like a, a blind tasting or something like that. You kind of like throw that one out there and kind of see what people's reactions are. Now that's, yeah. that's what I think is really cool about it. The other thing is that like, oh, it's also like a hundred dollars, $140, whatever it is when you can get it at retail. So, uh, having something just to be out there for a, uh, a blind tasting is a kind of a, a tough one to swallow. Yeah, for sure. But it's definitely a nice change of pace, you know, and pretty much all I drink and I'm sure mostly is bourbon. And it was just a real, you know, nice little twist, uh, you know, on the, on the palate. And so I think that the thing that's really great about it is it doesn't have that over over like bitter flavor, that peatiness flavor that you would find in a scotch. It's not it's not bitter. So it, I think it's something really good to to kind of add onto the shelf. I agree. And, uh, you know, you could probably find an awesome review about it with our next guest. Yeah. Uh, it's app. But I do go to uh, the distiller app for a lot of reviews and just see what's new in the whiskey world. So why don't we introduce our guest. Yeah, so let me let me let's go ahead and do that. So today on the show we have Mikkel Mossberg who is the co-founder and CEO of Distiller. Now, I I think that that we're breaking new grounds today because we're having an app on the show, right? It's not it's not a, a an actual distiller, right? It's it's a it's an app where you kind of you kind of look I guess if maybe if people are familiar with the an app called Untapped, like when it comes to beer, that's sort of kind of like maybe the same exact thing. Or maybe you can call this like the Yelp of whiskeys, whatever it is. But uh, you know, I'll let our guests talk about it here in a second. So, uh, Mikkel, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, glad to be on the show. Great. So, um, you know, I guess we'll we'll kind of start it off and say, uh, uh, you know, give us a background and kind of a history about you know who you are and and what led you up into distiller. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, I was working in the music industry for a while and uh, was becoming just a, a fan of whiskey. You know, more and more, um, I'd always sort of uh, enjoyed it. From I think probably going back as far as college, I remember you know, thinking that, uh, Maker's Mark and ginger ale was like the greatest thing I ever discovered. <laughs> and, uh, and then, you know, I kind of started trying more stuff here and there and, um, you know, enjoying some like blended scotches, but really not getting too much into, uh, you know, into like deep into the whiskey world and, and really kind of experiencing some of the, the really good stuff. Um, and, uh, then I, I started, uh, back in probably like, 2010, I want to say, uh, I joined the Los Angeles Whiskey Society here at the, the Seven Grand, um, which anybody listening hasn't been to that bar. It's a fantastic, um, amazing selection, probably one of the best whiskey bars in the country. But um, they're in downtown LA and started going to that and just, you know, falling in love, you know, just uh, buying stuff like crazy. And I had this idea for this for this app and um, kind of started jotting down notes and notebooks and um, and writing up kind of proposals and product sketches and, um, yeah, going back as far as 2011, I think. So in 2013, um, uh, me and my co-founder got to work on it and, um, haven't really looked back since. So I guess talk a little bit more about like what the app, like what is, what is distiller? Like what would you, what would you categorize it as? Yeah. Distiller is a recommendation and, and discovery app. So really the main thing and the reason that I 
you know, wanted to, to build this thing is because I wanted to use it, um, you know, was when I was in the, the store or at a bar or at a restaurant and, you know, you're, you're kind of staring down the barrel of like a massive selection, you know, or great store with a giant selection, you know, kind of floor to ceiling whiskey and it's overwhelming. And maybe the person who works there that you're talking to doesn't maybe know, um, you know, a lot about everything. And, and it, it's tough, you know, you don't want to like spend on something that you're not going to like. And, uh, and so I thought, you know, why not, like, why isn't there a better way to be able to find like great kind of mobile first information about these products that are in front of you? Um, You know, see what other people think of it, you know, see what um, an expert reviewer thinks of it, see what it's supposed to taste like, what it's supposed to cost, which is another you know, thing these days, like mm-hmm. MSRP doesn't really matter to a lot of, you know, places. It's all about demand and they can mark something up like crazy and somebody will buy it. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so that's, that's kind of the idea behind it. And, um, and that's, that's really what we try to stay true to, you know, like being, lowering the barrier to entry, um, being unassuming. It's not just a place for connoisseurs. It's a place for everybody, you know, whether, you're buying your first bottle of whiskey or you've been, you know, you've been at it for, you know, 60 years. It's, it's kind of supposed to be for everybody and, um, and make it easier and fun to, to, uh, discover this stuff. So that's really what the app is about. Um, and, uh, and that's at the heart of what we do. So was that like your, your initial idea was like, we've got to help have, have people give them a, like a better idea of what they are purchasing to be smart consumers. Like, I guess how, how did the idea kind of really spawn? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that is, you kind of touched on it really right there. I think it was that combined with, um, you know, my experience personally of, of, um, you know, people at a, you know, salespeople at a store, maybe not really knowing enough, you know, if I say like, Hey, I heard, you know, about this product, you know, what do you know about it? And they go like, uh, you know, I'm really not sure. Um, that's not really helpful when a bottle is like 50 bucks. So really we want <laughs> to empower. It's yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Um, you know, that happens a lot. If you're like, Hey, can I grab a bottle of, you know, four rows of single barrel and they grab like the yellow label and put it on the counter and you're like, Oh boy. Um, so, uh, you know, that was kind of the idea of like empowering consumers, help them make, um, better educated decisions at that point of purchase where like, you know, they could be spending a lot of money and they want to know what they're buying and make sure that they, uh, that it's what they want. You know, I, I also had the experience very early on of, of getting into whiskey when I kept reading reviews online um, about how much everybody loved Lafroig. And I was like, cool, that sounds good. I don't know. I have no idea what it is. Uh, really had no experience with like PD single malts. Opened that up, big old pour, and walked face first right into just a <laughs> wall of peat and iodine. And it freaked me out, right? I had no idea what was coming. Um, kind of reminds and, you of your first time drinking in high school and you're like, people right. like people enjoy this stuff. Like, yeah. exactly. this? like where's, our, where's our, where's our wine coolers? Exactly. I remember reading like tasting notes from people saying like, it tastes like band-aids. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> and they're saying that it's a positive thing. So anyway, I, I, that was the idea, right? Like just, just make that information available in a way that works on your phone. You know, you don't want to be like trying to Google stuff and find some guys like, you know, 1500 or 15,000 word like blog about how no age statement whiskeys are destroying the industry. And you're like, I don't, this doesn't help me right now. I'm trying to like find about, find out about, you know, this particular whiskey. So, um, that's really, 
that was the uh, original intention, and that's kind of what we tried to stay true to. And um, you know, now we're we're adding new reviews literally every single day, and um, our tasting table is growing. And yeah, it's uh, it's been pretty crazy to see it take off like it has. It's very clean app. It's very simple to use. But one thing that I like on the homepage is you have like recently least recently reviewed bottles, but I guess the expert tasters, but I really like the trending bottles where people have been reviewing a lot and you kind of scroll through there and check out yeah. you know, what, what's going on. It's pretty, pretty cool. How'd you come up with that? Um, you know, kind of just, uh, wanted to see what would bubble up around certain times of the year. You know, I remember like last year when Jim Murray came out with uh, the latest whiskey Bible, um, and he named, uh, Yamazaki release. Right. But anyway, that he named like the best whiskey on earth. And all of a sudden, like all the Japanese whiskeys in our system started bubbling up. Like everybody was adding them to their wish lists. Like everybody was commenting on them. Um, and it's cool to see things like that happen. You know, like seeing around, you know, Kentucky Derby, like what bourbons start bubbling up. See around like the holidays, what things people say they're buying and adding to their wish lists. And you know, we wanted to make that a, a big element of what was going on in distiller is not just the expert reviews, but getting the side the other side of the table, you know, like, what do your fellow consumers think? You know, what, are, what do your fellow, you know, bourbon fans think or single malt fans think about these products? And I think it was just an attempt to, to show both sides of the coin and, and really give a full picture for every whiskey. No, I totally agree. And I, I think, you know, I, I was able to take kind of a, a quick test run to the site here just a few hours ago before we started this, because I, I know Ryan had been using it and I've, I've got a, a pretty good stockpile of stuff at home. So I was just, I, I always kind of just walk around the stores all the time and I, yeah. I'm very, I'm very narrow minded, right? I'm, I'm thinking like <laughs> it, bourbon only, like get me out of this blended crap. I'm not going to touch right. scotch, whatever. I've, I've got this very, very narrow mindset. But now when I, I look at it, I, I kind of took a tour of the review. I added a bunch of stuff. So one of the cool things is you can go into the site. Uh, you can search through uh, a huge library of whiskeys that they have, and you can add it to what's called your collection in there. It's kind of like what you'd say your wallet or kind of what you have on your you know, your shelf at home. And it, it, it sort of, I guess you could say, starts learning maybe like what your kind of tastes are or something like that. And then you can also yep. take some of uh, your top five that you like and you add that to what you called your, your top shelf. And then from there, it you can kind of start running through this um this gauntlet of of getting of, of saying like okay i want to try something new it kind of kind of walked me through that because i, I thought that was really cool was yeah. if i'm gonna go and try something new like well, tell me about all the options that i can i can kind of choose to to kind of figure out this yeah so so that's our, our recommendation engine and um once you've kind of started adding things to your collection your wish list your top shelf um you know it really starts to learn what types of flavors and things you really like so yeah you can go through you could say you know i'm looking for something new or i'm looking for a present for somebody uh, this is how much i'm looking to spend this is the kind of whiskey I want to buy. Um, so you're not, you know, just kind of throwing it out there. You can do that as well. You can do like a surprise me. The idea is like tasting this stuff is so subjective, which is another reason that we wanted to add not just the expert reviews, but have kind of the, the community at large um, give their opinions as well. It because there's of, no it, that kind of reminds me of like CNET reviews where you have right. like one guy that's the expert and then tells it tells you about like a TV and then like yeah. 50,000 other people just disagree with them and call him an idiot. <laughs> Luckily we haven't had too much of that, but it is <laughs> fun to see people be like, I don't know what this guy's talking about. I thought it was gross. Or some people are like, I loved it. I don't His know. What palate sucks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, that was kind of, uh, with that in mind, you know, there's no, there's no hundred percent right answer or opinion about anything on earth, much less bourbon or, or other types of whiskey. So, you know, we ask some kind of fun and lightweight questions. And the idea really is to 
narrow it down and then be able to throw a bunch of options at you. And hopefully things that you either haven't seen before or don't have too much experience with. And you can go through and learn about them, you know, get stuff in front of you that you can then start clicking on reading on. And then on every single page at the bottom, you'll see a flavor profile. And below that, you'll see three more whiskeys that have similar flavor profiles. So, you know, we really want to send people down the rabbit hole of just reading about this stuff, learning about this stuff and break out of that mold of just trying the same thing over and over again and, and really experience all that there is to experience out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what I also love. One of the things that, that you didn't mention is where are you going to be drinking this? Because you have, <laughs> you have your choices of like by the fireplace, on the couch, on the beach, because I know because it makes sense because I was like, if I'm on the beach, last thing I want is like 120 proof bourbon to sit there and drink on the beach. Right. <laughs> right. So the heat. Yeah, it's definitely like one of those cool things. Like it's it's definitely really like those those are the things you can build into a really good recommendation engine. And now, yeah, exactly. That's a, that's kind of you know it's a, a bit of a, it's like a wizard right now. I guess is the the like Web 1.0 um, way of calling it. You know, it, it it does some cool stuff in the background, like learning about the individual who's going through once they've kind of you know they've rated certain spirits or added them to their lists or whatever. And that's kind of cool. And, and that's going to continue to evolve over time to where it's going to get um, you know even smarter and even even better and have really cool kind of replay value so it's not just like the same questions every time it's a big part of what we do and, and something that we love and um and just like all the other features it's gonna we're putting a lot of attention into it so it's going to continue to evolve over time so where do you find these uh, expert reviewers how do you go about i guess qualifying them and say well you are worthy of the review <laughs> right <laughs> Well, the first step was knowing that I was not worthy, right? And I said, I feel like I know what I'm talking about, but I am nowhere near qualified to be an expert. So it was kind of an interesting process. We started at first, like at very, very first, we started reaching out to bloggers that we liked. And we were like, hey, you know, this is what we're doing. You know, do you have any interest in coming to write reviews? I would say the vast majority of the bloggers, and we had really gone through kind of a painstaking process of like trying to pick out the very best ones that we respected and that we really loved and we read a lot. Uh, I would say the vast majority of them didn't even respond. Then we got we got some responses from some really, you know, great ones, but I think, you know, of course, we were very early on and they probably get emailed all the time, you know, people asking them if they want to write a book or participate in their blog or come speak at something. So, uh, understandably, I think a lot of them were hesitant. So we realized that's not going to be a way for us to get a bunch of reviews. We're going to have to do this ourselves because we knew we didn't want to source them from other places, you know, because we knew we wanted it to be specifically written for your phone. And if you're reading like a four paragraph review on your phone, when you're trying to make a purchase decision, it's just impossible and that defeats the whole purpose. So we started looking at who we thought would be really good at this. And one of our first thoughts was, you know, bartenders that really respected whiskey bars in the country. And so we started talking with, you know, a bunch of people kind of in that world. You know, we talked with guys at Longman and Eagle in, um, in Chicago. We talked with guys at Seven Grand here in LA and, you know, just kind of bars like that all over the country, you know, bars that you see pop up on every single best whiskey bar in America list. And we kind of started that way and then started meeting, you know, through them, through their networks, meeting other people. And then we met uh, a woman named uh, Stephanie Moreno, who uh, used to be the spirits buyer at uh, Astro Wines and Spirits in New York, which is considered one of the best, you know, wine and spirits retailers in the country. Her brain is like an encyclopedia when it comes to spirits. I mean, all types of spirits. And we just she kind has of... a lot of adjectives. For <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Her reviews are like, uh, amazing because they're not, you know, you read some reviews sometimes where you're like, you're just making up words now, aren't you? <laughs> exactly. And she really, um, it's pretty cool, you know, going through like a tasting with her. And we'll do that a lot with the staff when we're all together. Is She really, you know, she could pick out things. She can really help you kind of um, understand what went into making that specific 
uh, product and 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 the, the smells and the taste that you're gonna you know that are, that are gonna pop up while you're going through it and you know what water is gonna do at certain levels to it and what flavors it's gonna bring out and she's just a fantastic fantastic writer and knows so so much about this stuff and so we started going down that path really of uh, spirits buyers at, at really great retail chains you know they are exposed to just as many products maybe more than a lot of the great bartenders are because they've you know got stuff coming through their stores all the time and they're really they have to understand them they have to taste them they have to know the history and the you know everything that goes into it and and so that's now where we get a lot of people and they they all get interviewed by Stephanie They'll do sample reviews for us. They all review the same thing. So um, just kind of a, a litmus test. You know, if they can handle the time commitment and they're excited about it and they, they get the idea and their writing is good and they are able to, to kind of show that they have great palettes, then we move forward. So it's a kind of a, a rigorous interview, multi-step interview process and writing tests and all that. But we feel like it's worth it, you know? Yeah, it was, you know, awesome. it's funny you say that. I was actually on your site and I saw like, oh, cool, you have like open positions available. Let's go check that out. And I go down and it, it says like, oh, you're actually hiring folks to sit there and drink bourbon or drink whiskey and you're going to pay them for that and it's worldwide. But it sounds like it's a pretty intense process to go and be able to be the be that person. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's never, you know, there's always going to be people who don't agree with your review. But I think if you really make sure that you go through the process of, doing your due diligence and making sure that the person who is writing the review, you know, really has kind of has some business being there and, and writing that stuff. I think then you can feel confident in standing behind your review if somebody doesn't agree with it. I think if we were just hiring anybody and it was like, yeah, you know, I like bourbon. I've got a bunch of in my house. I'll write stuff. That's not so good. Not enough. like me. Yeah, that wouldn't <laughs> yeah. be good. Throw me, throw me 20 bucks. I'll write whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> right. Somebody like me. So, you know, we feel like there's a lot of responsibility, you know, that we have to put good information out there when people are using us and trusting us when making big purchase decisions or buying gifts. Um, that's a lot of people or that's a lot of trust that people are putting in you and we take it seriously. We're not just doing this as a hobby. This is a re- this is our full-time job for a team of people and we we take it really seriously. So that's uh, that's kind of why we go through that rigorous process. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify's point-of-sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns, from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's point-of-sale Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bourbon, all lowercase, and go to shopify.com slash bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash bourbon. I think the other thing that I really love about the reviews is that your reviews in your sections are, is almost kind of like Amazon's, right? You have like uh, 
like one or two reviews that are like all oh, the most helpful and the least helpful review. But then, <laughs> but then also the reviews aren't, they're not, yeah, you're right. You're not 1400 word blog posts, right? They're quick, short, three sentence blurbs that, yeah. that really just get right to the point. Like, yes, this is a good buy. No, it's not a good buy. This is what I think in, in this story, right? So it's, it's nothing that, you know, you can be drawn out. You can actually pull it up when you're at the store and you can kind yeah. of go and look at it. But you know, it's this deceptive. is it's yeah, deceptive it because is. it's, a lot of uh, a lot of data goes into each review, but like the text that goes into it, we try to keep really short because if you're reading a bunch of different reviews, you're, you you want them to be short. But if you got the flavor profiles and the, all the different kind of you know data that goes into it, like from you know barrel type to proof to age to history of it, you know that we put into the description and and all that. So there's a lot of data in there that maybe traditionally would be in the body of a blog post. We pulled that out, put it, organized it so you can quickly get that data. You know, read the review, read the description, and and get a clear view of you know what's in that bottle within a few second period. So I guess yeah, I, uh, I mean, you could, oh sorry, I was uh, gonna, I was going to throw out a question to you guys. Like, so I guess what kind of drinking glasses do you usually use? Like when you're tasting bourbons? Uh, I'm a I'm a Glencairn man myself. We've got a bunch of different tumblers. We've got all sorts of different glassware. Um, but uh, actually. Recently, uh, the fine folks at uh, Westland in Seattle, because that's where our office is based, just donated a bunch of Glencairns to us as well. So that's definitely what, what we use, at least in the office. Yeah. What about you, Ryan? You know, I, I used to just do rocks glasses, but you got me onto the Glencairns because it shoves it right up in your nose and you can <laughs> kind of get a good whiff of it and drink at the same time. I feel like a kind of a tool when I drink out of it, but uh, it's... <laughs> It 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 does. Uh, I do like it now. So you got me got me on that. Yeah, I, mean, I guess when you're doing it, you you feel like a little snooty. But you know, I got my pinky up. And all <laughs> this stuff, you, know? you know what's funny is uh, a lot of times when I'll you know, or one of the, the fun things about doing what we do is we get all sorts of stuff coming through our you know our doors, and my friends take full advantage of that. So uh, you know, every once in a while, like I'll just have my living room will be packed with like you know ten of my friends, and they're all you know sitting there waiting for pours or something. It also uh, makes it a lot easier to kind of dole out good kind of samples of stuff. I feel like I don't think that was the intended effect of the Glencairn, but it's not too big of a class. So it's kind of helped that regard too. So, I mean, I asked this because I found a pretty cool little tidbit, you know, from one of our past guests. If anybody remembers Marianne Barnes, uh, she's the master distiller at the formerly named Old Taylor Distillery. And uh, I follow her on Facebook and she had a pretty cool little tidbit that she threw out there. And she says that she was searching through some stuff and she found some grappa or grappa glasses. I don't know. I'm just a hick from Kentucky. I don't oh, know. Grappa is terrible. <laughs> it's she, like lighter fluid. Yeah, well, that's, she was using these glasses. <laughs> and then she said, did you know that every aroma chemical has a different density and will sit at different levels in your glass? So when you have a chance or a bunch of various glasses available, maybe it's like a champagne flute or red wine glass. Um, right. you know, Glen Cairns, rocks, highballs, solo cups, Dixie cups, mason jars, you know, whatever it is. You know, she said, pour exactly one ounce of the same bourbon and try to nose the difference. And she goes, it's mm. pretty interesting. That is really interesting. Yeah, I have not done that. It sounds like a dangerous exercise, actually. One, <laughs> ounce, one ounce each and six different glasses. Like, yeah, this is for science. Pass out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I figured I, my palate's not been able to do it. And then again, you know, she's a chemical engineer, so she knows what she's doing. 
Me on the other <laughs> right. hand, I'm I'm like, oh, okay, yep, smells still smells like bourbon to me. I'm gonna drink right. it. The Riddell wine glass coming up probably love that statement because they're like, our wine tastes better and our your wine tastes better in our glasses. And you're like, yep, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I let's get let's talk back to the platform a little bit. Right now, how many people are on the platform? Well, we allow guest users as well. So you don't have to register to create or to you know search through and get a recommendation or anything like that. It makes it better. You can keep track of stuff, you can comment, you can leave your own, you know, ratings and reviews and all that, but uh you don't have to and a lot of uh, a lot of users uh, choose not to so overall probably over 200,000 now at this point with all those people combined so um, it's a uh, it's funny when we launched we were like if we get 10,000 people using it we'll be happy you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was like oh wow what did we do mm-hmm. and you know we've got bottles of like whiskey overflowing everywhere in the office and it's uh, it's taken on a life of its own so yeah, that's uh, that's where like we're at a right horrible now. situation to be in. It's a little yeah, bummer. Tough life. Every day, I, I, it was a it was a huge mistake. <laughs> no, no, it's awesome. We're like, I kind of pinch myself every day that I get to do this for a living. So that's how cool. how are you finagling a lot of these distilleries to like to give you free samples? Are you guys just like saying like, all right, we got some seed money, let's go out and just buy out a liquor store real quick so we can uh, you know have all these things that we can sample and taste? Like how are you how are you don't how are you doing that or just asking super nicely? Asking super nicely. We actually have pretty kind of big internal infrastructure for it. Um, kind of like similar to what maybe a, a sales platform would use to follow up on leads we we do the same sort of thing for following up on you know review requests or on uh, sample requests you know we'll say like all right these are things that users have requested or that we know we want to you know do reviews for that means we have to find you know the right person at this company so we go and track down the contact information reach out we don't hear back then we have triggers that tell us to reach out again at a certain time and we just kind of pound the pavement, tell people who we are, what we're doing. A lot of them at this point, it was harder at first. A lot of them at this point have heard of us. And it'll be, you know, it's interesting every once in a while when you go to like uh, the PR company for like a large brand, you know, like say like a Diageo or something like that. You go like, hey, we need, you know, these things, like 40 boxes show up at the office, um, <laughs> you know, all at once. Because these, you know, some of these companies will handle like just the entire portfolio, you know, so just stuff starts showing up like that. Um, and sometimes it's like little, you know, few ounce samplers and sometimes it's like giant uh you know multiple bottles or something so but yeah it's all um it's all either stuff that we source that comes to the uh office or it's stuff that you know sometimes our our tasters will either have access to it um through friends or they have their own relationships or they know somebody at a you know at one of the brands or whatever and so but so far we have not paid for anything that we've reviewed Ryan, um, Ryan, are you taking notes here? Yeah, I got that. <laughs> Luckily, we're recording this. Oh, so man, I'm, thank you. God, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough process. It's definitely, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, you know, we've been at it for a couple of years now, and finally people are starting to be like, yeah, we've heard of you. We're like, you've heard of us? We're the biggest whiskey app on earth. I hope you heard of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's definitely, it's tough for sure, though. Like some weeks we'll go by and we won't get that many. And then like another, you know, week will go by and we'll get just tons and tons. But it's it's definitely no joke. And the, the hard thing now, and the, but the kind of the fun thing at the same time is getting ahead of, you know, releases. So we got to do the, the latest Buffalo Trace Antique collection before that started shipping. That was pretty fun. Getting little sample bottles with like the, the little like mini, um, mini uh, labels, labels yeah. put on them. You know, you're like, oh, it's so adorable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll take 
40 more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I was lost in the mail, never showed up. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that's kind of how we do it right now. Um, I think it's kind of similar how a lot of, you know, bloggers and reviewers will do it. I can't imagine how many requests these guys get, um, you know, these brands get all the time for this stuff. So we're kind of flattered that they're even saying yes to us. So, um, but it's, uh, it's funny because a lot of users will write in and be like, hey, I want you to do a review of this. How come you haven't done it yet? You're like, you have no idea how long, how much work goes into getting just one thing in the door. Right. So, uh, but it's not a bad gig. That's for sure. So I guess, can you share anything that uh, we can possibly see on the roadmap or any kind of features you're looking to add in the short term? Let's see. How can I be cagey about this? Um, we got... <laughs> Nobody, I'll tell nobody you, here signed an NDA, so you're, you're letting it out. You're letting it out. Nobody, everybody who's listening, nobody tell anybody. We've got some really big stuff coming before the end of the year um, that we've been working really, really hard on um, for this entire year. So we've got one one big release. I mean, we're going to be doing you know continual releases um, here through you know, the end of the year, but one huge, huge release by the end of the year. And then there's a bunch of features that people have been asking for for a while that we've got in the you know in the roadmap that we're really excited about. I think one big thing is, you know, the, the kind of the social aspect of the app needs kind of a total overhaul, you know, uh, making it easier for people to share their tasting notes, share, you know, share uh, just uh, our review, share, um, you know, their collection and their wish list and their top shelf and, and communicate with other people um, in an easier way, in a more native way. So that's a, that's really big for us. And that's very close on the horizon. Um, another thing people have been asking for forever is the ability to add their own listings. So if we haven't reviewed something yet, to be able to add it themselves. And that's really, really tricky for a lot of reasons. Um, but I don't know if you guys have ever used like apps like Foursquare. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go into Foursquare and you try to find, like, say you're at a restaurant or a bar, there's probably going to be like 50 different listings for that particular one. You, you know, know, because you know, we're in Kentucky. We don't have the same exact LA yeah. problems. But yeah, <laughs> I, I know because the Louisville airport is spelled three different ways in Foursquare. Exactly, yeah. And there will be like a listing for every terminal or like, you know, the gate and and just like a bunch of different listings for everything. And so all your data becomes fractured and spread out across multiple listings. So we have been working on a way for, you know, talking about a way for um, users to be able to add their own listings, but have it not like fracture in that way so that like maybe a, a user can create a listing and then we merge that with like the master. And so like all of them kind of get sucked into this one listing. So there's a bunch of different ways we're kind of approaching that problem. That's going to be next year as well, hopefully. I mean, there's honestly, there's there's a bunch of stuff and I'm like trying to pick out the things that I can talk about without like my team sending me furious <laughs> after this. But it's, I, I will say this, like we're, we're kind of, uh, a lot of the features that people have been asking for for a while are very kind of close on the horizon. Um, there's a lot of big things coming. The app the app and the website have stayed, you know, very kind of similar, and it's been a big focus on the content of it this year. And uh, now the infrastructure is getting some much needed love. Um, it's going to get keep getting better and cleaner and more efficient, and um, make it even easier and more fun for you to, to mess around with it. I'll throw I'll throw one of the, the a feature out there you can add for your wish list, like be able to like email that to my mom who like, is always <laughs> yeah. always looking for like a, oh, I need Christmas gift ideas. And be like, boom, here you go. Here's, here's my entire wish list. <laughs> yeah. See, do that. Or, uh, I can get, I can, can have multiple. Can oh, can I see that? Or I can have multiple wish lists and I can yep. have like my fall release wish list and I can be like, all right, yep. send these out to the people who, uh, are different, different parts of the U S to go and go and help me find stuff too. I cannot confirm or deny whether or not those, uh, those things that you talked about are, <laughs> are, on the, are on the timeline, but yeah, you can definitely share. That was one of the things early on that we're like, you got to be able to share your wish list. So if you're, if you got a, a fill that wish list, uh, and 
you're on the uh, the website or the app, there's a there's a share button sitting there at the top, and uh, you can share it via Facebook, Twitter, or email. That's definitely a not so subtle hint for like this is what you need to buy me for Christmas yeah. or, or, the, or my birthday or just because you love me. So we're coming to the top of the show. Uh, you know, we'll kind of finish it off with uh, one last question. You know, your tagline for distiller is called the whiskey companion. So uh, can you kind of talk about like what, what, what kind of uh, brainstorming what went into uh, trying to figure <laughs> out the, the name of the whiskey companion or how, how would you kind of tie that to your, uh, to your, to your platform? It's whiteboards upon whiteboards upon whiteboards. You know, we wanted to come up with something that just illustrated like this is it's, it's, totally unassuming. It's not snooty. You don't have to know anything to use it or to be comfortable in it, you know, and, and it's, it's here to help, you know, and I think that was really, you know, that was something that I touched on early on um, in the, in the show is we really wanted to make sure that, that we, that people felt, you know, included and that, that it wasn't intimidating and that, you know, that they could uh, feel comfortable in there, even if they didn't know anything. And that was really the idea behind it, the companion idea that like, this thing's here to be your advocate, to be your helper, to help you learn in a way that, you know, with other people in a way that's like fun and not there to talk down to you or expect you to know what, you know, certain kind of uh, industry terms mean for you to be able to like access that interview or access that, uh, that review, you know? So we, that was kind of the idea behind it, you know, come up with something that, that illustrated that, that it was, you know, that it was there for, for fun and, and that it was easy and that it was uh, there to help. That's awesome. Uh, you know, so Mikkel, I just want to say thank you again for coming on the show and, and talk to us about Distiller. Um, you know, if, if anybody out there hasn't messed with it, like I said, today was the first day I messed with it and I'm, I'm going to be a believer in You're it. You're way like, behind. I, I know. I, but hey, I, well, I, love far, the, I love the app. I use it like all the oh, time. Thank you so much. That I'm, means a, a lot. I'm a sucker for lists and top tens and, and talk about reviews. I just need a number like 98 or 95 yeah. and I'll buy something. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's been really cool and, you know, using it like like you said, out in the store, or if you're just thinking about buying something, reading about it. So I appreciate you coming out with it. Yeah, I appreciate you using it. I mean, that, you know, it was a kind of a dream for us to be able to build it and work on it. So when people enjoy it and they're happy using it, it kind of like makes it, you know, extra worth it for us. So I appreciate that. Fantastic. So uh, before we close out the show, I also want to give a shout out uh, to our new audio guy, David Israel. You know, so David came to us, uh, he just sent us an email out of the blue And he said, uh, you know, I have this background in audio engineering and I love the show and I just want to help out. And we were like, well, how much do you want to get paid? He goes, you don't have to pay me. And we were like, oh, well, in that case, you're hired. So, uh, (laughs) you know, I want to give uh, David a shout out uh, to say thank you. Um, So Thanks, David. I sucked at it. So so in the past few episodes, you've kind of noticed the interest kind of changed. He goes crazy in the audio quality and uh, flipping the gains and putting in all these kind of mixes and all this other sort of stuff. So uh, we couldn't couldn't be as successful as we are so far without you, David. So, uh, again, thank you. Um, for anybody else, if you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. You can uh, listen to all the old episodes and uh, even get them on there. You can also listen to them on bourbonpursuit.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Bourbon Pursuit. You can also you know, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and all those other cool things at Bourbon Pursuit as well. Yep. Thanks again, uh, Mikhail, not Michael. Uh, <laughs> Thank you guys Appreciate so much. For it. I know. Is this is this the first interview we've gone like the whole entire time and everyone's called you Michael, right? There you go. <laughs> I feel like this might be uh, history in the making right here. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again. Really appreciate, like you said, the app and your time for coming on the show. So uh, if if anybody, if y'all want to leave reviews uh, or suggestions, we definitely appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.